It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. We're back from Radio Row in Phoenix. It is indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. Go to Total Wine and More and pick up a bottle of the Anil Porvivore of this evening. And we got more music. The party's still going. That's how Suavecito actually likes to do things. Uh, the party never stops. So, you know, it's good. Pick up a bottle and uh, keep uh, kicking those dance moves on the floor. Uh, that was a quick trigger figure there from uh, Nate Lundy on uh, the recasting just of the intro music. Buttons. I'm just pushing buttons <laughs> to see what happens. It, it does happen from time to time. Uh, but we got college basketball on the mind. The Super Bowl is long in the past. And uh, the next major sporting event upcoming is March Madness in the NCAA tournament coming up here in mid-March. Uh, as many of you know, I am a bracketologist for Valley Sports. Uh, I make a lot of wagers, uh, whether seen on live and spreadsheet and Luddy does the same thing as well on you bet tonight and also on his spreadsheet at Nate Lundy on Twitter mine at noisy Wavos on the bird box but uh, I'm looking ahead and kind of peering through the glasses to find a good futures bet of a team that could win it all in this year's NCAA tournament and uh, Lundy I love Alabama plus 900 right now and they actually do not have the lowest odds of uh, every team currently in the field or projected field. Houston is the favorite at plus 600 to cut down the Nats, followed by Northwestern plus 750. So I think there is great value on the Crimson Tide, who I believe pound for pound is the best basketball team in these United States of America at the collegiate level. They are number 13 adjusted offensive efficiency and number five in adjusted defensive efficiency. Uh, and that trio, Brandon Miller, who is a, uh, a front runner in the Ken Palm efficiency player of the year ratings. And the guy's going to be a whole lot of cash at the next level in the NBA. Mark Sears, uh, the transfer has been extraordinary this year. Uh, Javon Quinterly can really run the point. And it's their style of play, man. They are frenetic. They are fast-paced on the offensive end. And they blitzkrieg you defensively as well. And they played uh, kind of a, a murderer's row of a schedule, number 12 overall in strength of schedule this season. So knowing the balance they have, knowing the style of play that they exhibit, and also uh, the you know the opponents they have faced, I think they are well prepared to win the whole shebang this season. So if you want to squeeze every last drop of that juice at plus 900, you better do so now before that line comes cascading down. What are your thoughts on Roll Tide? It's ridiculous that they're good in basketball. Well, I, it, it is rather strange that they're good at basketball because they just like, you know, for those of us that are not SEC fans like myself, it just starts to get annoying uh, after a little while. My favorite, though, Brad, was what just slipped out of your mouth that you don't realize that you said. You don't realize what you said oh. a second ago. And I got to no. call you out on it because this is pretty funny. You said the best odds uh, belonged to Houston. As of then, two days ago, did no, that change? No. And then you said the second best odds were Northwestern. Oh, uh, that beat Purdue. You mean, <laughs> you mean Purdue? I just, I just. Yes, to make thank sure you, thank you. I had no idea I said that. I just wanted to make sure people didn't think that all of a sudden the Wildcats were really good um, at basketball because. Uh, well, no. they are really good at basketball. They got six quarter run wins, and they're projected eight seed right now. The latest iteration of the bracket big board, but they're not winning a title. 
No, they're not. They're they're not. Uh, they're not in title territory. In fact, their <laughs> odds, Brad. If you did want to bet on Northwestern, plus twelve thousand. Yes, sprinkle some magic. Uh, so I'm just I'm just throwing that out there for you, just in case. No, I I, I like your idea of, of Bama because look, they're battle tested, and you've got to have that when you're in the tournament. I love seeing teams. You know, I look for two things with teams when we start getting ready for the tournament. I look for teams that. Man, if you were an eight-and-a-half-point spread uh, favorite, I want to see you win. I want to see you yeah. win by what you're expected to win by. I don't want to see you sneak something out in overtime. At the same time, if there are games that are two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, four-and-a-half spread, and it's tight down the stretch, and there's three, three-and-a-half minutes left, and then you pull away, you push that opponent back down to their bench, and you say, you know, hold my beer and watch this, that's what I like to see out of these tournaments as well because – that shows me that you actually have got the balls uh, when it comes tournament time because you need it when you get to the tournament. So that's one of the things I look for. I think Bama's got a lot of that. Frankly, I think Houston's got a lot of that too. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, going to be difficult draws for any team that lands in their region. I say roll tide, and let's roll through another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go to the best conference in the land. It's indisputable, in my opinion. It is indeed the Big 12. And tonight, I think you're going to see an upset. Uh, it's not really uh, an upset, to be honest with you. I think they're only a one-point underdog. Uh, some books have as a pick em. I'm just going to play it straight up on the money line with the Oklahoma Boomer Sooners taking down upstart Kansas State. Uh, this one being played in Norman, minus 105 right now. At BetMGM, uh, you look at Oklahoma, yes, they have lost seven of their last eight games. Uh, but they've been highly competitive, and they beat Alabama. They clobbered uh, the Roll Tide uh, a couple of weeks ago in the um, SEC and Big 12 Challenge. So a team that is more than capable of taking down anyone and these United States of America at the collegiate level if they play their A game, a team that's shooting 56.7%. Uh, from inside the arc, and the number 42 would adjust a defensive efficiency in home matchups. The season Hill and Graves and Sherfield can really penetrate the lane and beat you up inside. And you look uh, at Kansas State, just three and five on the road straight up this season. And in those road matchups, number 267 in turnover percentage offense. So the miscues and mistakes have really been costly for them away from the Little Apple. They're also number 224 in effective field goal percentage defense on the road and number 310 in two-point percentage D, giving up 55.4% inside the arc, which is music to Tanner Graves' ears. Uh, so as a result, I think in the end, Boomer Suter prevails. Give me Oklahoma on the money line against K-State, minus 105 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. I've been waiting for Kansas State to regress, and it's starting to happen. Because yeah. they, look, they've been out, they've been out kicking their coverage, man. It's like me with my wife. It's like I don't deserve <laughs> that. Um, and and they didn't, and, and they didn't either. I mean, with the way they were playing early, fine. But I think this team has come back down to where folks expected, which was good, not great, right? Like you know, solid, not elite. 
Um, and so I think they're kind of set up here for this to be one where you could take Oklahoma uh, for, like you said, it's not really an upset. Um, I mean, I think this is the advantage that they've got in home court. And we are at the time of the year in college basketball. I've been screaming about this on You Bet Tonight. This is where home court starts to show up, folks. These conference games, it matters. You can see it in the Big 12. You can see it in the Big 10. You can see it in the Mountain West. I know we're going to talk about that coming up. Um, all of that put together. I just like the fact that the Sooners are at home. Take them on the money line. Uh, and, you know, if, if you're doing an alt line parlay tonight, I don't know, give them, take them plus four and a half just in case something weird happens. But you could alt line this as well. I think you got great opportunities, but I think this is a solid play. I'm actually surprised this isn't higher on your list. Yes, uh, I'm correcting myself. I said Tanner Graves. It's Groves, the transfer from Eastern Washington. I love him. Make me some greenbacks tonight. Enormous. Number four. All right, uh, Newport Quattro, let's go to the Mountain West Conference. And a team that I think is flying under the radar, and they have uh, exceeded uh, the all expectations under 10 miles uh, this season. And that is the San Jose State Spartans. And I'm going to wield the short sword because I think they're going to plunge it into the backs of UNLV uh, tonight. So give me San Jose State plus 7.5, minus 110. At Bet MGM, you look at the Spartans. Uh, they're dead even, six and six in the Mountain West Conference this season. And a team on the road has been dominating on the glass, number eighteen in the entirety of college basketball in road matchups and offensive rebounding percentage, and number twenty-four in defensive rebounding percentage. Amori Moore, at six foot six junior, is getting it done inside. Is getting it done outside. As a team, they're shooting over thirty-five percent. From distance in their road matchups. And remember, too, earlier this season, uh, they won 75 to 72 in San Jose in overtime against UNLV, who has been wildly inconsistent. Uh, you look at the running Rebs, they're just seven and five at home, number 289 in the nation in defensive rebounding percentage, and 260 plus in effective field goal percentage offense and effective field goal percentage defense, and more dastardly, they're number 339 in three-point percentage D uh, in their home matchup, so they're giving up nearly 38% from distance. So for a San Jose State team that can tickle the twine from outside and bludgeon you on the boards, uh, seven and a half is just way too many. I think they score an easy cover tonight. So, Luddy, fade or follow, the Spartans plus seven and a half at UNLV minus 110 at BetMGM. Oh, man. Because San Jose State sucks on the road, dude. They're bad. Um, they are. They are. They, I, but the problem is I think I'm with you because of the spread. I think this is just too many points. UNLV is winning this game. Um, I just think there's two. I, I think this is probably too many points. This is, uh, 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 for purposes of the pod, I'll follow. This is a prime example of one that I would rather alt line up, maybe take it to 10 and a half, get myself mm. just a little bit of a buffer um, to see San Jose State essentially keep it a, as close to, to single digits as possible um, because they're only three and seven on the road this year. So they're just, they're, they're not good uh, when they go on the road. And, you know, you're in Vegas and it just, you know, there's distractions, <laughs> you know, there's just, there's distractions. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, so I will, I will follow, but I like this one better as an alt line to pair up with something else. Uh, I'm taking it uh, just plus seven and a half, and I'll see you at the Bellagio. Number three. 
All right, numero tres on the Fade 5 podcast today. Let's go to a battle of the Big Ten and give me the Wisconsin Beegers at home and in desperation mode against visiting Michigan Wolverines in a very bubblicious matchup. Uh, Wisconsin laying a point and a half, uh, minus 110 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, why do I like Wisconsin? Uh, uncharacteristically, inside the Kohl Center, they are just 7-4. and four. That's it. In those home matchups this season, and in those home games, a team that is shooting only 44.5% inside the arc. But get this, Lundy, they're shooting 41.3% outside of it. Uh, so they're hitting consistently and banging home those threes. Uh, and also, too, they are circling defensively at home, number 242, an effective field goal percentage. And again, just uncharacteristic for a Greg Guard coach team. But this is a must-win situation. Michigan, meanwhile, uh, only 2-4 and four away from, uh, from Ann Arbor, where they are number 102 in effective field goal percentage offense in those road matchups, and number 120 effective field goal percentage defense and just a mediocre number 128 and three-point percentage D with Tyler Wall. Got a couple of games under his belt coming off the injury. Uh, I think they're going to be able to find a way, uh, Chucky Hepburn and company, to get the W here because they got to win. If they don't win this game, they have no shot. And it's a remote one right now of jumping off the bubble and into the at-large field, or even the conversation. So, give me the Beechers at home, minus one and a half, against Hunter Dickinson and the Wolverines, minus 110 at FanDuel. Fade or follow? Uh, I will fade you on this one. I just don't like oh. this game. I don't, I, I don't, Wisconsin, hold on, hold on. Wisconsin is 0-7 against the spread in their last seven home games. They are 2-12 and against the spread in their last They've been bad. game. Yep. They are bad. That's the first part of the of the of the mascot. It's <laughs> bad jurors. Yeah, I see what you did there. Jurors. You see, see little little wordplay yeah. there. Little wordplay here. Uh uh no, I'm not I I I don't want to touch this one. I don't like you could probably talk me into playing the under in this game. Uh, but beyond that, I am not touching the spread because everything says Wisconsin should, you know, should not be the bad jurors. They should actually cover. But I'm just I, I, I don't trust them like they should. You're exactly right, Brad. Everything says they should do this. But I do not trust them because they have been a giant pile of dog diarrhea against the spread. <laughs> this is a bad idea, man. Bad idea. The dog got into something and now has the runs all over your carpet. That's what we're dealing with here. Bad. Jurors are actually good. Back, Wisconsin. You're drunk. Number two. <laughs> Uh, Numero Dose here on the Fame 5 today. Let's live in the land down under in an SEC matchup. Missouri uh, traveling to Auburn, who's still licking its wounds after uh, losing uh, over the final about uh, seven, eight minutes uh, to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, but I like the under night. That number 152 and a half. Uh, and you can find that not at DraftKings anymore, but at BetMGM, actually. Minus 110, still 
take advantage of that. That line has come down. I believe at DraftKings right now at tape time is 151. And I would play this down to like 149, I have to be honest with you. Uh, you look at Auburn, exceptional defensive team, number seven of the nation nationally. Again, an effective few goal percentage. D giving up 46.3% inside the arc, only 27.3% outside of it. And the middle of the pack in terms of adjusted tempo in SEC play, number six in that category, but they can't score. Uh, we've seen that time and time again. Number 251 in the country in effect, a few goal percentage offense where they're uh, netting only 29.2% from distance. And you look at Missouri, uh, a team that can splishy splash, no question about that. And they play at a faster tempo. Number two, fastest team uh, in the SEC. And they are number five at adjusted offensive efficiency in SEC play. Uh, but they are number 331 in effective field goal percentage defense away. So you might say to yourself, well, they're not defending anybody. They score early and often. But I think Auburn's going to slow this down. I think Auburn will have – I'm not completely an out-of-body experience offensively. They're going to be better than advertised. But in the end, 152 and a half? That's way too high in my estimation for a game that I feel at best is going to be uh, probably in the low 70s, maybe even the high 60s. So Lundy, fade or follow the under 152 and a half. Mizzou on the road against Auburn, minus 110. Not a DK, but a bet MGM. I'd like to give you a better alternative, Brad. I like to, oh, okay. I like to bring I like to bring gifts to uh, the podcast, not just the visual of your dog having the runs all over the carpet. <laughs> um, I like to be able to give you something a little bit extra. So let's try this: the home team um, in in the matchups between these two in their last five meetings, the home team is five and zero against the spread. Last five times Missouri's played Auburn, the home team is covered. Right now, it's Auburn minus six and a half. So I'm going to give you a little. Same game parlay. Oh, oh, oh we're getting creative yeah. here. Uh, I'm taking that total up to 158 and a half and playing oh. the under. Auburn yeah. minus two and a half. Just need the mm. Titans to win by three. Brad, that's even money plus 100 at DraftKings. Uh, twist my arm. You sold me. I'm in on that OGP slash SGP. Let's freaking do it. I like that one. 158 and a half, take the under. Auburn, bring that spread down from six and a half to two and a half. All they got to do is win by tres, and you get yourself to even money. Buy yourself a little cushion just in case some of those uh, outside shots start falling. All right, once, twice, sold! Number one. All right, New Maruno tonight. Uh, you may be scratch your head already if you've seen the banner there on uh, the lower third. But I like the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. Uh, they're in Stillwater. Uh, Gallagher Iba is going to be rocking and roaring for a team that is surging right now. And I like them plus a two and a half against a visiting Kansas Jayhawks. It's not going to go well at Casa de Lundy. Uh, minus 110 at BetMGM. Why do I like Oklahoma State? Uh, well, a team, again, with Musa Cisse in the lineup, a seven-foot-one guy, a supreme rim protector, doesn't score a whole lot, but his MO is defense, and it is a large D, no question about it. They are 7-1 and one straight up with him on the floor 
in conference action, and he's playing tonight. Uh, you look at Oklahoma State as well. Uh, they lost uh, just 69-67 at KU earlier this season. Uh, overall, they're number one in the Big 12 at adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 0.958 points per possession. Number one as well in effective field goal percentage, D. Number one as well in two-point percentage, D, only allowing 44.4%, and they've ripped off five straight wins a team that's 11 and 2 straight up at home. Uh, I just love their defensive efforts. So hopefully offensively they're going to show up. You look at Kansas, they're playing better here the last 5 games. Had that rough patch in the middle, but they're 4 and 1 in their last 5. Over that stretch, however, number 160 in college basketball and effective field goal percentage offense. Uh that's largely mediocre number 51 effective bugle percentage defense and number 174 in three point percentage d as well so kansas not invincible not uh, impenetrable by any stretch of the imagination i think oklahoma state gets them tonight in stillwater kind of like the money line but i'll support the cushion here with a plus two and a half uh, against the visiting Jayhawks, minus 110 at MGM. Lundy, I know what you got to say. Uh, you're going to fade living daylights out of me because you want to stay married. So go ahead. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I have to be able to do that. But I'll also tell you that if Oklahoma State, um, if they play defense within 15 feet of the hoop, Kansas has looked so uncomfortable when they have been forced to shoot from outside. They've looked really yeah. uncomfortable when they have not been able to either penetrate and get to the rim or be able to take a short to mid-range jump shot. As soon as they get pushed anywhere out near the arc, they have looked really uncomfortable. And so if well, wait, will State, Harris, will Grady Dick actually show up? That's the question yeah, yeah, from out uh, there. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, you, they've got to get especially out of they've especially uh they they need a little more punch from Dick. Um I just need <laughs> I'm sorry, the the, the sometimes the I mean, it's the number one selling jersey probably in the nation right now. Oh, it has to be. Um, when my wife was visiting some friends uh, and they went to Lawrence, that was the only jersey that was available in the shop. <laughs> like, they don't even bother with any other player. All it is is it's just dick, 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 dick. Dick, dick, dick everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, Enlarged. It's, it's exactly. Uh, but if Oklahoma State can play that kind of defense, so one of two things happens. They either, they either close up those lanes and don't let them drive to the hoop, um, or – drag out the possessions to the point where Kansas now the shot clock is their enemy and they're forced to take a jumper from outside. The Jayhawks have looked really uncomfortable lately when they've been forced into doing that. And I don't understand why, because Grady Dick should be able to shoot it. There's plenty of guys on that roster that can shoot it from distance, but from whatever reason they haven't looked comfortable. So uh, unfortunately I, I, I like the idea of taking the points here. Um, it's another one that I might alt line um, just because I've had some success with those lately, but uh, just in general, I mean, right now, for example, at FanDuel, to win the Big 12 outright um, regular season. So not the tournament, but the regular yep. season. Kansas is still the favorite. It's at plus 100. And it's a three-horse race right now with Texas yeah. and Baylor. Yeah, it's it comes down to those three. And I, I think those odds are going to change for Kansas because I think they're in trouble tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Must-see TV in Stillwater. Maybe there's going to be a party about to begin at Eskimo Joe's, the world-famous 
uh, beverage hole down there in that part of the country. All right, Lundy, it's bonus time. Uh, it's a monstrous slate of college basketball. There's other games I got action on. But we got the NBA. We got the NHL. Uh, what else is tickling your fancy this evening, my man? Uh, let's get a simple four-legger with some late-night hoops, Brad. All I need is each of these teams on the money line. You know we love these. We post them on the spreadsheet all the time. The rule is, folks, you take a heavy home favorite, you take them straight on the money line, and you keep adding them to your parlay until you hit plus odds, and then you yep. That is how you build your bankroll. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, give me Pitt at home against Boston College. Give me Utah State at mm. home. Against the uh, Zoomies, uh, Air Force will be there. Give me New Mexico at home against the Wyoming Cowboys. And finally, I told you, I think UNLV wins. Even if San Jose State keeps it close, I'm putting UNLV in there as well. That four-legger, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, pit, Utah State, New Mexico, UNLV. That is a plus 113 right now at DraftKings. Going to bounce over. Oh, one more uh, in college hoops, and I don't mean to jinx your guys, but I think Illinois takes care of Penn State tonight. I'll lay the points. Uh, I believe it's three and a half on the road. It's jumped! It opened at one and a half. It's now three and a half, which frightens the living daylights out of me, but I agree. I I would absolutely take it. Uh, Illinois has covered the spread in five straight and in nine out of their last ten, and in the meetings between Illinois and Penn State, the road team is actually four and one against the spread. Give me Brad's fighting Illini uh, tonight. I will lay uh, the three and a half in this one. Let me go to the NBA. Likely no Jason Tatum for the Celtics, which is why the spread between Boston and Milwaukee has skyrocketed up to nine. I would still take it. I think Milwaukee's wow. gonna. I think Milwaukee's gonna spank them tonight. Um, with with no Tatum, I just think that is an absolute nightmare of a matchup for the Celtics on the road. Uh, I feel bad for I feel bad for TNT because it's the first game of the doubleheader tonight, and there's there's just they're going to be missing a bunch of the stars. This should have been a fantastic matchup, and it's not going to wind up being uh, that uh, in the uh, that the case in the uh, in the NBA. The second game of the doubleheader is the Wizards and the Trailblazers. Uh, I don't know that you could set the over-under high enough for me. Take the over between these two. It is sitting at 236. It's ticked up just slightly. Last night it was at like 234 and a half. I'm still taking it. They These two just played 11 days ago. The total was 240. Combined, these two teams have gone over five straight for each one of them. They're also both on a back-to-back. The Wizards mm. lost last night to Golden State. Portland won against the Lakers. I just think defense is going to be optional uh, at the Moda Center tonight. So give me the over in that one. Let's go to the ice. There's some good games in hockey tonight. Give me a simple two-leg money line. Give me the New York Islanders and the Winnipeg Jets. If those two both win, just money line. It can be an overtime. Doesn't matter. Plus 152. Winnipeg, spectacular at home this season, 19-8. and They're taking on the Seattle Kraken, who they have split with this season. The Islanders have split with Ottawa this season. Um, but when you look at these two teams, both the Islanders and Ottawa um, are, are, frankly, both of them are pretty hot. Each of them have won. Uh, uh, Ottawa's four out of their last five. The Islanders, four out of their last six. So I'm going to side with the Islanders at home. Again, money straight money line there, and you get that at plus 152. And finally, give me an anytime goal for Matthew Kachuk of the Florida Panthers. He will be at St. Louis, where I think there will be goals aplenty. St. Louis gives up the six most, most goals in the National Hockey League at 3.64 per game. Kachuk has 27 goals this season, but he's only got two since the All-Star break. 
And both of those came in the very first game out of the break. This is mm. one of those I, – I think he's just due. This is a guy that's been scoring all season long, and he's in a little bit of a drought right now, four straight games without a goal. I think it happens, especially against the St. Louis Blues team that has been extremely giving uh, from a goal standpoint. So I like Kachuk to find the back of the net. That is my bonus time. I yield the floor to the fine gentleman from Illinois. All right, I got one NBA play tonight. Demonis bonus hit a damn three. That's all I need. Just one. Just one three tonight against the Phoenix Suns. And that happens. It's plus 185 right now uh, at DraftKings Sportsbook. He has done this in three of his last seven games. He's only averaging 1.2 three-pointers attempted per game, but he's hitting 35.4%. That's respectable. Uh, and he hit a three earlier this season. And his lone matchup against the Suns that was played back on November 28th, he was one for two in that game. I know Phoenix has only allowed right around 11 three-pointers made per contest in their last 10, but bonus, man. Just call your own number, top of the key, swish one, bank it, I don't care. Hit the back of the iron, go straight up in the air, it's straight through the hoop. I just need one. It doesn't have to be pretty. From distance to cash a winning ticket there. All right, let's get the team Ramos parlay play of the day. All money lines of college basketball. Oh, it gets seduced by that juice indeed. Georgia, Ohio, Villanova, and Providence. All these teams at home. Uh, Georgia is going to, I think, absolutely throttle LSU, who has lost every game since beating Arkansas, the SEC opener for the Tigers. Uh, you look at Georgia, they're 12-2 and at home. Uh, they're, you know, the winning ways against Kentucky. It's not a fluke there in Athens because they're playing exceptional defense. Over 29 in college basketball at home and adjusted defensive efficiency. Meanwhile, the OHIO 10 and 1 straight up at home. Buffalo, one of the worst teams uh, defensively on the road. Number 205 in effect, a field goal percentage. D and Ohio can absolutely burn the nets from outside. They're shooting 40% exactly at home. From distance, uh, Villanova 8-3 at home. I know they have uh, been a disappointing squad this season, but they're playing better. And they're very good defensively uh, and offensively, too. They're starting to ratchet up. Number 50 in adjusted offense efficiency in home matchups where they're hitting 81.3% Lundy from the charity drive. So, you know, those whistles uh, compile late. I think they'll be able to ice the game at the charity stripe. The one that's going to be tough for us tonight, we're going to have to sweat this thing out, is Providence. They are taking on Creighton. Uh, but the dunk is going to be packed to the gills. It is going to be deafening inside of there. And Providence is 13-0 and at home this season. It's a true home court advantage. Uh, I know Ryan Kalkbrenner and friends are playing extraordinary basketball. They've ripped off eight straight wins, but they're just three and four on the road this season. And Providence, too, only allowing 44.5% inside the arc. And that is the key. If they can contain Kalkbrenner around the rim, uh, it doesn't matter what Creighton does elsewhere because it's not like they've been a consistent three-point shooting team by any search of the imagination. I think the Friars never fake the Friars. Uh, get the W, and we win that last leg. So Georgia, Ohio, Villanova, Providence, all four of those teams win. That's all we need. Plus 463 at DraftKings. And then last one for you on the board uh, tonight. No, I have nothing else. I had Illinois. Uh, that's what I had. I, I did like the Illini at minus one and a half, and I would still play to minus three and a half. I don't feel as good about it. Uh, but they are right you're, you're now gonna clicking. Be, you just calmed. It's good. You're going to be just fine. 
going to be fine. Road team, four and <sighs> one in the last five meetings between these two teams against the spread. Uh, Illinois is covering tonight. You'll sleep just fine. Revenge game! Because I remember the Penn State uh, oh, yes. slicing and dicing from three with Funk hitting some ridiculous trays uh, there at the State Farm Center. We are out of time here on the Fade Five. Uh, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this podcast. Also, fade or follow us on the Twitter. Uh, check out Nate Lundy and all his free picks at Nate Lundy. All my free picks as well at Noisy Huevos. Until next time, as always, Feed or follow, that is up to you. Go, Illini!